0: Cancelled gigs, tours, presentations, and recording sessions, counting toilet paper rolls, chicken breasts, and cans of tuna, not to mention being vulnerable to getting an illness that has heavy coughing and compromised breathing as main symptoms. Around the globe, everyone in the world is facing physical, emotional, and financial stress from this pandemic, including those of us who depend on our voices And voice work. The worst part of it is the feeling of helplessness that leads to hopelessness. But if we take a closer, deeper look around and brainstorm some possibilities, there really are some things that we can do to help ourselves and others not only get safely through this, but come out better for the battle. I'm gonna share some of my thoughts and hope to turn a light or two on for you in whatever your unique situation is so friends listen up hello this is judy rodman you're listening to all things vocal podcast this is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com i can, fix you, I can teach you i can make you see. so first the bad news when we get wounded the first order of business is to look deeply at the wound in the full light of day. So the truth is that we are universally experiencing a dangerous pandemic, a new worldwide flu that's wreaking havoc with the physical health and economic systems of the world and can no longer be ignored. The pathogen is called the new coronavirus SARS-CoV-2. The disease it causes is called COVID-19. There are valid reasons why public events are canceling, cities, states, and whole countries are locking down, schools are closing, and lessons, including mine, are going online only. The recommended practice of social distancing and the resulting gig economy cancellations are devastating to scores of businesses, including the entertainment and public speaking industries. It's also true that even if you catch this virus, you probably are going to be just fine. So why is it such a crisis? Well, here are three good reasons. First of all, it's super contagious. This particular virus is extremely contagious because it's so new the human race has not developed any immunity to it. Young, healthy people, including children, may carry the virus with no symptoms at all. You could be carrying it with no symptoms, unknowingly passing it around to others, including people, maybe even in your family, that are likely to get the sickest. But even young people are sometimes being hospitalized with it, so <laughs> this is not the time to rebel and join friends for spring break on the beach, possibly coming in contact with and transporting this bug back to your families. The second reason this is such a crisis is that those who get diagnosed with it, with the COVID-19 disease, will have to quarantine themselves. Talk about cabin fever. You can't even grocery shop. You have to rely on people, sometimes even strangers, bringing food and meals to your doorstep. And number three is the biggest reason. It can overwhelm our health care system. A March 20th article from NPR estimates that 20% of COVID-19 patients end up in the hospital. That's 10 times that of the common flu. Though it's difficult to figure out right now because most cases are mild and go unreported, many experts are estimating that the death rate from this virus could also be 10 times the common flu, with a higher mortality rate for those over 60 and those with underlying health issues. As this virus spreads like wildfire, there will be increasing numbers of people requiring hospitalization, stretching doctors, healthcare staff, beds, and ventilators way past capacity. When healthcare workers are exposed and they are lacking enough protective gear right now, they'll need to self-quarantine, further exacerbating the shortage of medical help. So that's why it's such a crisis. Now let me give you some good news. This crisis will end. There's a refrigerator magnet for you. As in a poem that classical vocalist Katherine Jenkins shared on Instagram that was written by her sister Laura, soon, just like other crises before, this will all be a distant memory. However, it may last as much as a year or even more, so we still need to accept our new reality of pandemic plus job losses, and each one of us has got to figure out what we can do to see this successfully in the rear view. I've been earnestly and prayerfully searching for what I can offer, and I've come up with these three suggestions. First, stay alive and become stronger. But don't just barely make it out alive. Use this challenge to become even stronger. Shelter in place when your local authorities call for it. This could keep the numbers of hospitalizations at a manageable level, saving a bed or ventilator for a time of your or someone else's desperate need. You don't wanna need a ventilator and not be able to get one. If you do get sick with this flu, First of all, try to minimize hard coughing as much as possible. I call it pulling your cough (coughs) to lessen the stress on your vocal cords. If you get sick enough to need intubation on a ventilator, tell your anesthesiologist or doctor that you're a professional singer or speaker and to please use extra care inserting the tube. As you recover from this flu, You might want to go to my blog post and podcast episode where I give you some vocal recovery information, including a download of some vocal exercises to help you get your voice back. Another thing you can do to help you stay alive and get stronger is raise the bar on all your health practices. Research some new ones. You know, maybe check out some online yoga or dance or deep breathing or healthy cooking. Stop smoking. Get regular with your physical exercise. Adopt better eating habits. Drink more water. Walk outside, even if it's just like the Italians on the balcony. And get more quality sleep. I'm trying out a phone app for binaural beat therapy to get to sleep because my brain is on overdrive right now. Don't know about yours. Another thing you can do to live through and get stronger adopt protective habits. Wash your hands for 20 seconds. Find a verse or chorus that lasts about 20 seconds and, you know, sing happy birthday or Jolene or whatever it is that will make you happy. (laughs) Definitely stop touching your face. Stay six feet away from sick people. In fact, they're saying stay six feet away from everybody. Avoid crowds and don't fly unless you absolutely have to. Bring alcohol wipes to any studio or gig that you decide to do, and that should be an ongoing practice. When you can get back in the public, interacting with others, including fans, use the forearm bump instead of a handshake, or better yet, just wave and smile. They will understand. The next way that you can survive and get stronger is to guard your mind. Watch your time surfing the internet. You probably already know there's lots of bad news and false stories out there. No, there unfortunately are no dolphins in the canals of Venice, but there really are wild animals venturing more boldly into city streets. Look for helpful, positive stories to balance what you need to know to deal with the real situation. The next way you survive and get stronger is to take time to be still. Pray, meditate, breathe and be present in the moment. I'm doing that myself. And lastly, to live through this and get stronger, ask for help when you need it. Give help when you can. It's the fastest way out of your own panicked mindset. So that's, that's number one, survive and get stronger. My second major suggestion to help you navigate this crisis successfully is Create and train. You know those hours you wish you had more of everyday day? Mm-hmm. They're here. Use them. Create material. Write songs, scripts, books. Create more ability. Study your craft. Research. Explore. Experiment. Go deeper. Take some online training so that at the end of this crisis, you're better than ever at what you do. In fact, do some things that you've never done. Learn to play the piano or guitar, study music theory, sing harmony or lead if you're a harmony singer, study public speaking. There are tons of free and paid courses online. Also, read more books Work on your artistic definition. What is it in your heart that you want to sing or speak? What do you want your audience to take away from your performance? Who do you want in your audience? What are you missing in your body of work that you could create? Study how to do music business better. Study marketing and promotion. Gain the skills that will help you move your career forward like a rocket when this crisis is over, as it will be. Create a detailed plan for launching a new project or tour. You know, the devil's in the details. You can get into the details now. As we know, large groups of people are asked not to gather during this crisis, so this will impact your live audience concerts, as well as writer's nights and speaking events. Connect with your fans in other ways. Do online shows with virtual tip jars. Some people make a lot of money doing that. Check out Patreon. Buy Me A Coffee is another place that lets you easily accept small one-time donations for free. So that's another way you can get a virtual tip. Okay, lots of us are behind in our intranet infrastructure work, meaning website updates and social networking and all that. Take courses in working social networking better. There are paid and free ways that you can do that. Organize your photo bin for Instagram, you know, all of those things. And then find creative ways to make financial ends meet. Some mortgage lenders are now pausing payments for as much as 12 months and freezing foreclosures and evictions. We're globally all in the same boat. So don't hesitate to ask for payment grace. Be willing to look at least temporarily for a new type of job. While most businesses are being crushed, the food industry, including delivery and local grocery stores, the health care industry, including pharmacies, wellness and home fitness industries, online education and remote work are all places that you might look for new streams of income. Okay, and the third major suggestion that I have for you to navigate this crisis is be useful. Ask yourself how you can truly help. There is so much need and there's so much we can do for our communities. Taking food to the doorsteps of those in quarantine, making music or reciting poetry online or across the alley to lift each other's spirits donating as we can to service organizations and food banks, thinking about all the things that we can do uniquely that we know how to do. We can be creative and brainstorm with other people about how to take our empathy into active and useful endeavors. Check in with family and friends. Social distancing doesn't have to create emotional distancing. How long has it been since you talked to your mama? or your father, or your grandparent, or your cousin, or your childhood friend. And also be useful to your fan base. How can you make their world a little better? They love what you do and they've been supporting you. So love them back with something special that's a one-way street gift to them. Do a free online concert. Maybe leave a personal message or live video event to support and encourage them for what they're going through. So that brings me to how can I help you? To protect us all, I'll only be offering online lessons until this crisis passes. If you can't afford lessons right now, I'll be giving plenty of free information out in places like this podcast so that people can still train. So please stay in touch and tell me what you need. One thing I'm considering right now is to do a video about centering, opening, and breathing to help anyone who's having emotional or respiratory distress. Let me know if you'd like that, and let me know if there's any other subjects you'd like for me to cover. I'm also thinking about doing some kind of regular meeting on Zoom or something uh, where I can invite anybody that wants to come on to just come on and chat. And about my lessons, if you can and would like to, there are silver linings to doing online lessons with me during this crisis. First of all, you can't catch a virus through the internet. Well, I guess you could catch a computer virus, but you know. You don't have to deal with traffic to get here. You can take the lesson on any device, anywhere that you get internet, on your smartphone, tablet, your laptop, or your computer. And you can take the lesson in a parking lot or a green room, your bathroom, your motel room, or even your car. And yes, you can take a lesson even when you're sick or quarantined or for whatever reason still in your pajamas. If you wonder about how online lessons work, read or listen to an article that I did on it, which I will leave uh, the link to in the podcast notes. And to wrap things up today, here are my final thoughts. Now is the time to adopt proactive and protective practices so we can avoid contracting this dangerous flu and spreading it to others. Remember, it doesn't just matter to you. It matters to everyone that you come in contact with. Look forward. There will be an end to this crisis. It may not be till next year that a vaccine or effective antivirus drug gets developed. But audiences will gather again. People will shake hands again. Right now, we don't need to panic. We just need to be smart and remember that prevention is better than cure. And lastly, oh, do stay connected. Check up on your family and friends. Text, email, message, chat face-to-face online. Do group meetings or parties even. Most places of worship are having worship services online. Do a book club online. You can do all of this. And look for fact-based sources of information so you can make wise choices as things progress. It really does take a village, and we are all better together. This is Judy Rodman. You can find me at JudyRodman.com. If you enjoy this, please support me by leaving your review at ratethispodcast.com. Thank you. See you next time on All Things Vocal, the podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and studio producers. Stay safe.